0: Hello, my kings and queens, gods, and goddesses. Um, Welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Deity. So today, I was watching my 600-pound life, and I be watch- I've been watching it lately, and I don't know, it's just humbling to see people go through things. When you're going through stuff and you think your problems are so much, like, so terrible, so bad, you know. And then you see other people going through other struggles that even are more than your own. And they are trying. They're still trying. They're still trying to fight. Um, It's humbling. Anyway. um, I was watching this episode and... I think his name is Orterion in this episode and he said something that was just, it just almost brought me to tears but it reminds me of my own struggles and he said that he was at a low point in his life and basically he was getting to the point where he's about to take his own life and he was making plans to take his own life and in that moment he found true inner peace um, and he found God. Um, God found him. Well, God doesn't find you. Yeah, he found God. <laughs> um and I just thought about it and it is at a point in your life when you are at your lowest. You are at your lowest. And I'm not talking about financially. I'm not talking about physically. It can be all of those things or none of those things. But you are at your lowest. And then you find it's a peace. At that baseline, that lowest point in your life, there is a peace. There is a peace that. Sorry, I'm still watching this episode and it's, you know, sad or whatever. But, yes, you're at a moment in your life when you are at your worst. You find peace. Um, I've been there. And it's a relief. I've been at a point in my life where I was just tired. And there was nothing else I could do but fall to the ground. And just stay there. Um, Mentally. Physically, I was tired. Um, I was tired of the thoughts that kept racing through my mind. I was tired of the stress. I was tired of the pain, the emotional pain um, of what I was going through. Um, And I was just tired. And I just couldn't. I just couldn't go through it. It was just too much going on, just too much. just I just think about all the people who are right now in that moment in their life you know you're in that moment in your life where you were at your lowest (sighs) take comfort in that moment and I know that's a weird thing to say But when I was there and I was, like I said, there was nothing else I could do. I was just tired. Um, There's nowhere else for you to go. There's nowhere else for you to run. You have ran and you have ran and you have been running away from yourself and you can no longer run. There's nowhere else to hide. Everything is open. Everything is bare. Everything is in the open. And that is when you truly find out who you are, I think. I think everybody needs to go through that in their life. Just one of those moments. Everybody needs to have a moment where they completely and utterly fall apart. Because you don't really know who you are until you fell apart. When you fall apart and you're able to pick the pieces of yourself back up off the ground and put yourself back up again. That is when you try to find true inner strength. That is when you find that. If you are a kind of person who needs other people to help you build yourself up, or if you are the kind of person who is always going to keep fighting, if you are the kind of person who is not a fighter, you're, not, you're just not a fighter, you will find out whatever parts of yourself that you need to face unequivocally without hiding from yourself. Because as human beings, we hide from ourselves all the time. Even those people who think they don't, you do. You hide from yourself. You tell yourself little white lies all day, every day. Just to get through the day. Um. But if you step back, I feel, and you can be honest with yourself, I feel like that is when you truly grow as a person, as a human being. I think the world is so messed up because you have people out there who don't know themselves number one and they can't sympathize with anybody else struggle because they're too wrapped up in their own and maybe not even struggle they're too wrapped up in the fantasy world that they have created of them for themselves a world where only they matter You know, my little brother, he told me, I said, um, he he he, he works at this job, Walmart. And he um oh need a drink. i and my water. I need my soda. Mm. Anyway. Whew. Okay, so he works at Walmart and he is a He does the online, like, so when you order online, he gets your stuff ready for you to come get and all that stuff. Anyway, he was talking about how, and I was telling him how I had got an Instacart order, and the man gave me chocolate milk instead of regular milk because he said that there was no more regular milk left in the brand that I picked. I was like, okay, well, wouldn't it have been a smarter decision to pick just a regular, another brand of milk? Or of regular milk or just refund me the money don't get me the milk my replacement that i asked you for was not there either so you should have just refunded it why the heck would you bring me chocolate milk what am i gonna do with chocolate milk what did you think i was gonna do with regular milk and how can i use chocolate milk as a substitute please explain that to me like maybe it's out people out there Who really cook with chocolate milk but I don't know a lot of them like I was using it for cereal and different stuff like that but like how the fuck I'm Oh, sorry I'm in a curse but how the hell I'm supposed to be using chocolate milk in my cereals and stuff that is nasty you know what anyway I was pissed because it didn't make any sense and I told the guy I was like why would you bring me chocolate milk he was like because it. I was like okay but why chocolate milk like you still not making any sense They didn't have any milk in your brand that you wanted. Okay, so again, there was still milk there. You saw that the milk was lactose-free. You could have asked me. First of all, you knew it was a bad substitute because you did not ask me. You did not send me a text message like you did for other stuff. Oh, hey, would you take this as a, 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 a substitution? No, you just picked up what the hell you wanted to pick up and you were being rude on purpose. That's my only I that's the only way I could think of is that you did it on purpose to be rude. But that's all right cuz God don't like ugly. Anyway, <laughs> that's not what this episode is about. Anyway, my dad, I mean my brother, he talked about him that's what he does. He gets the orders ready for people. And I told him I said, "Well, why would you pick up something Bad for somebody, like you use Instacart, you use Walmart pre ordering, online ordering, all that stuff. So, wouldn't you be pissed if it was you? Like, why would you want to do something to somebody that you wouldn't want done to you? Because, like, I would have never gotten nobody chocolate milk because I, I'm pissed at that somebody got it for me. So, I would never get somebody that because, first of all, I believe in karma and get back okay and no, look karma is a bitch nobody is better at karma than karma itself okay karma life is a bitch it will come back and kick you in the balls in the ass okay i was telling one of my patients at my job i was telling them i was like i was telling them that uh my mama used to say if you're going through hell in your life And it just keeps getting more and worse and worse and worse and worse. You need to take a look at your past and your inner self. And you need to see what you've contributed. Because nine times out of ten, you have earned that hell. Not all the time. Not all the time. Sometimes, God, you just got to go through stuff. God just puts you through stuff to make you stronger or to see how you're going to handle things. But a lot of times, people who be boohooing and saying they're catching so much hell... Oh my God, I'm catching so much hell. This is happening, that is happening, this is happening. You have earned that hell. You earned it from somewhere, something. You have done something to earn that hell. Now, I know people say, oh, well, it's not proportionate. What I did wasn't proportionate. First of all, you do not know that. You don't know that. You don't know how that person felt for whatever you did, even if it was small. You don't know how that person felt. Those feelings and emotions that you conjured up in that person could be just as much hell as what you're feeling right now actually it could be worse god could be giving you a break he could have been making it worse we don't you don't know how your actions affect people you know you said well it wasn't that bad it wasn't that bad to you it wasn't that bad people done done stuff to me that to me was one of the was worst thing was one of the worst things they could do to me. I have another episode before this where I talked about a former friend of mine who just recently did something to me. People can do stuff to you that and you be like, that is the worst thing you could have done to me. But to them, in their mind, it wasn't that bad. It, it, it look, yeah. It, it, it wasn't all that, man. It wasn't all that. Like, yeah, I did this to her or him, but it wasn't like that, you know? I literally heard people say that to my face. That, oh, what I did to you was not proportionate to this. How do you know? How do you know? You don't. You don't know what somebody's feeling. You don't know what somebody had felt in that moment that you did whatever you did or said whatever you said. You do not know. But not only that, God don't have to be proportionate. Sometimes God will take something you did that you thought was so, so small that probably was small. But he will make the pain and the comeback ten times worse to make sure you understand that he did not like whatever you did. See, you'll be worried about the person you wronged. You'll be worried about the wrong person. See, people be worried about the wrong per- people. You'll be worried about the person you wronged, thinking that this person that I wronged, well, ain't no way they could ever get back to me anyway. So I'm gonna do this to them because it ain't no way they could ever get back to me. And even if they did, it ain't gonna be worse than this or it, it'll be fine. See, you'll be worried about the wrong person. You worried about the person you are actually doing something to but God in the universe rarely works like that it rarely works where the person you have wronged is the one that also give you your get back no God no he don't worry like that a lot of times the person that give you your get back or the thing or however you give you your however you get your get back don't be nothing connected to what you did to that other person nothing God don't work that way. No. Karma is a bitch. A real bitch. You know? And as I say, revenge is a be- is a dish best served cold. Okay? And God, yes, God is vengeful. I, I You know, I know some of my Christian folks is going to be like, oh, no, God, no, no. We're going to talk about God because... The God that I know, the God that I've always been taught to believe, first of all, it says that Adam was made in God's image. And so if Adam has all these emotions and complex thoughts, do you not believe that God has all these emotions and complex thoughts? Come on, let's be let's be real here. How is it that humans are so complex emotionally? If God and God gave us that and then called us his perfect creatures. So would you think that God is not a complex emotional person? Or being, I don't believe that. I mean, just look at the way the world works. You honestly just read the Bible. God is obviously an emotion person. God gets angry. God gets happy. God gets vengeful. God gets get back. He does. He he gets you back. God is the. Be- it ain't no clap back better than God than a God clap back. Okay, ain't none ever in history before or ever will it ever be a get back better than God get back okay and anybody who's been through some stuff know that that is the honest to God truth okay so the guy that I believe in no he is not this you know I don't know what you call I guess what we would think of as a saint no he do he do stuff he do stuff for a reason and there's always a reason why yes but God gets angry God gets angry, God punishes God gets vengeful God gets sad and God gets happy Just like we do Maybe not as Sporadically as we do But he does Okay So you while you're worried about The person you did Whatever you did to You're not realizing that the big person The number one Is looking at you and it's seeing everything you do because he, look, God, they are the only being you cannot hide from. You can't lie to. You can't lie to God or Allah, the creator, whatever you want to call them. He, she, them. They are always watching and they know what you've done. You cannot hide. You cannot lie. It says in the Bible that when you meet God, or maybe this was the Quran. My daddy told me this. So, and my daddy is Muslim, so I don't. But he reads both the Quran and the Bible as well as the Torah. He's read all of them. So I'm not sure which passage, which book, this comes from. But he has said to me, he said there's a passage in one of those books that says that when you go to meet God. Everything will start telling on you on the day of judgment. It will start telling. Your hands will start speaking about the things you've done. Your, lead, your body parts will start telling on you. So you can't lie. You won't be able to lie. You will start to telling. Your 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 body will start to portray you and tell on you. Um, and that's the truth. I believe that 100%. Um, And so while everybody riding around here doing dirt, just remember, you're going to get that get back. The point of this episode, though, was to say this. In your lowest moment, when you get there, if you've been there, don't forget about it. Because a lot of times we go through this moment and we forget about them or we try to forget about them. But like I said, I was watching my 600 pound life and it reminded me of my lowest moment. Or at least a moment I thought was my lowest moment because honestly, you never know. You can have multiple lowest moments too. You can go lower and lower. Listen, one thing I have always learned, I have learned in my life, my little life, because I haven't been here that much. 29. <laughs> Is that there is no such thing as rock bottom. Because God will bring you to whatever he thinks you need to be. Whenever you think I am at the bottom of the pole. I am at the literally lowest. Nope, nope, you're not there yet. You got to go lower. Sometimes, even at our lowest point or the point we think is our lowest. We still have not, we still too dang stubborn. And we have not learned what we need to learn. We have not absorbed what we need to absorb. So God got to yank your ass down lower. And then you get there. And you're like, dang, I thought the other place was my lowest. No, this is my lowest. Nope, nope, not yet. Yeah, still ain't learning. You're still doing the stuff. You, you still ain't thinking about it. You still ain't doing what you're supposed to do. God got to yank that ass lower. And you will get yanked lower and lower and lower. Until your behind end up in the grave. If you do not learn... And and change your life. Trust me, I have seen this happen. I am seeing this happening to some of my people right now. I see them going down this rabbit hole of just of just see them going down this rabbit hole, and it's like they are. It's like watching somebody jumping out of a window, and they keep falling and they're falling, and it seems like they've been they are falling forever, and. They don't realize they fall. They've been falling so long that they forgot that they're falling. But you, you can still see them falling. So you're still sitting there and you're trying to figure out how can I save them? How can I save them? And you're trying so hard to figure out how can I save them? But number one, they're falling too fast, and there's nothing you can do. You can yell and scream you can try to find somebody to help them but you know
1: even if they don't
0: know that they are about to hit the ground and it's the worst it's one of the worst feelings seeing your people that you love drowning and not be able to pull them up out of that water it's just at least for me It is just so heartbreaking. I love my people. I mean, black people and my family. I mean, both. But we have been falling for a long time. And I'm not just talking talking about black people. And I'm talking about my family people we have been falling for way too long when in the hell are we gonna realize we falling and pull that lever to that parachute we got hanging on our back because that's the kicker this person is falling and they're falling fast but they got a parachute on and you just waiting and waiting for them to pull that parachute because in a minute here they're gonna get too close to the ground and they're not gonna be able to pull the parachute The parachute's not gonna work. You know, I've never been skydiving or anything, but from what little I know, there's an optimal time to pull the parachute, the lever to the parachute. If you pull it too fast or too or too late, it can um, actually be detrimental. Okay, you cannot. You have to pull it at a certain amount of time, Um, or I guess you could say feet off the ground. Um, for it to be effective. So, that's what we are. We're falling, we're falling, we're falling. And we have a parachute. But it seems like nobody, none of us, realized that we could just pull a lever. (laughs) We could just pull the damn string or whatever it is to release the parachute and save ourselves some people are up there in the sky looking for somebody else to pull their lever hey can you pull this for me please I'm I'm falling hey let's pull each others but you can't survive in this world relying on others what if you pull their parachute and they don't pull yours what if your parachute is defective? <laughs> Listen. I'm going to leave you guys here. This has been a little longer than I would have expected. But you guys have a lovely rest of the day. And I love you. Today is Sunday. Yes, this is my normal release day. Mwah. If nobody told you they love you today, I love you in all your forms, and your ways, and I hope that wherever you are, that you are happy, safe, content, and loved. Um, thank you. Bye-bye.